girl, welcome back to another episode of Rock That Fitness with Anna Rockstar. Guess what? We're back. It's the A-Team in action. You're getting a backstage pass to a fun conversation that Coach Abby and I had um, on this episode. We talked about, well, in light of the last episode that we did together talking about time management, we thought that it would be a great idea to share with you some of our personal life and the challenges that we're facing right now, things going on and how we manage to continue making our fitness and our health a priority and hoping that some of the things that we talk about will help you do the same things. We had a really good time talking about all kinds of interesting topics and yes, we actually get really personal and especially Abby she doesn't open up personally very often and she gets pretty personal in this episode Um, and not for lack of wanting to share she just doesn't really share much but you're gonna find out more about Abby in this episode we had a great time talking and I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did I'm your host, Anna Wilson, certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, and registered nurse. I'm also the founder and very proud coach of Rock That Fitness, the best online women's fitness community ever. If you haven't yet done so, please hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. Rock That Fitness with Anna Rockstar is a podcast that I created for you to bring you fresh insight that will help you improve your own fit lifestyle. Each week, I'm bringing you a thought-provoking show that challenges and inspires you to get out of your comfort zone and live your own best rockstar life through nutrition, fitness, and mindset. So get ready, get set, lace up those shoes, and let's go rock that walk. Why are you laughing at me? What's so funny, Abby? You're just funny. You're, you're funny. You're funny. And you're impressed with my new microphone. I love that. You sound great. I'm so excited for this new microphone. Tell us the story. Um. Well, after five years of, well, I've been married to my husband only for a year, but we've been together five <laughs> years Um. and he's uh, IT uh, IT guy. And it never dawned on me to ask him if he had like an hey, do you have any like good microphones? <laughs> He's like, yeah, oh. I got a bunch laying at work. I'm like, wow. really? Okay. Should have been, should have asked him like two years ago. <laughs> yeah. So he, I, like, I hope my microphone's on. I hope everything is going right here because I've been having issues the last few times with stuff. But um, <clears throat> hey, everybody. What's up? <laughs> Abby and I are getting on the podcast today. Um. We were going to do a Q&A, but I think we're just going to ta- touch on a couple of topics today. And um, and we thought, since we've both been kind of going through some some more tough times in our life and on our schedule, that we were going to just kind of, you know, have a chit-chat about those things and how we maintain or, you know, continue to make our fitness and our nutrition and our health and our mental health a priority in spite of all that, because... Um, Well, Abby and I, we were just talking about it. People think Mm -hmm. that like we've got it. We're like perfectly together. (laughs) We don't have any problems. (laughs) If somebody could follow us around for a couple of weeks, they would clearly see that that is not the case. No. And yeah, that would be really funny, though. Like, you know what? I was doing this the other day. You know what's funny? Sometimes I want to go see something on my security camera. So Mm -hmm. I'll go check it out. And 
I find it so, I know, I don't know what, why, but I find it so amusing to watch myself in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You've been showing, um, like the fly swatting. I saw, I saw that. That electronic fly swatter. Yeah. I was like blown away at it. I was so excited about it. They I just work. Left. They work really <laughs> well. Do you, do you have one? I've like somewhere, but I've had them in the past. <laughs> I've never had one. And oh my goodness. I don't know why, because like I get crazy about flies. I should have, I should have had this years ago. I really should. Have. But anyway, just watching myself on a camera and just seeing me move around, you know, who's this little avatar? Who is this chick? And it just, <laughs> I, it cracks me up. I never walk around slow. I'm always doing something really fast and I move from one place to the other and I come back. I was just like, I don't know. If somebody followed me around, they would, they'd laugh. So yeah, get following you around. Like we both have so much going on, but yet we, we do make our health and our fitness a priority. Um, and that just, you know, that mindset thing that, that we, you know, you trained yourself in that yeah. way. Well, you just, so. yeah. I mean, no matter what I think we, ha we still always show up. Um, yeah. Because I mean, the other day I was thinking about this. I was I was having a rough day, to be honest. <laughs> the other day, just mentally and mentally, physically, all of the above, and like, it, just do I like I can sit here and complain and not do these these things that, um, you know, do make me feel better. And my, you know, I look at my fitness and health as a priority, and um those are the things when I'm going through these kind of times that get me, I guess, get me through those, those humps. And I think it's more important to be in, in tune and consistent during the worst of times. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like that. That's what's interesting, right? We work with a lot of clients and, and we know through the years, as you've been working with people, w one of the, the biggest, you know, things that people do when things get tough in their life is the first thing they let go of are these things that, you know, their workouts, they're taking care of their nutrition and their health. The, and, and it should be the other way around. It should be, that should be the first thing that we take care of so that we're taking care of ourselves so we can function and get through and also not lose our habits because we work really hard to establish our habits and when you get into that place and then all of a sudden you have a crisis in your life or something that's different and changes your schedule, that's not, that's not a time to go, you know, you have to pay attention. You're being really mindful and aware of what's happening. Cause if you're aware of what's happening with your schedule, because of the changes, you can go, you can take a step back and say, okay, what, what do I need to do differently? How, what, what kind of adjustments do I need to make here? Because I'm not, because my fitness and my health, my nutrition, all of that is a non-negotiable. Mm -hmm. There are things on our schedule and things in our lives that we can set aside for a period of time, like not do or have somebody else do, but the health, the fitness, it's not selfish. I think that's the thing. People think it's selfish to take that time for yourself, but figure out a way to do it. I do it. And sometimes I show up, but just the, the fact that you showed up is mm -hmm. convincing your subconscious mind, which is the strongest part of your brain to keep mm -hmm. your habits in place. Just showing up, you know, I'll have to cut a, a workout down like yesterday. Here's an example, perfect example, a long list of things to do yesterday, but I showed up to my workout 
and I cut things short, not like my workout short, but like instead of three sets or instead of four sets, I did three sets, mm -hmm. you know, those kind of things you can do. You can do your whole workout, just cut a set out. You're still yep. showing up. You're still doing something. You're still like, that's huge. That's a huge well, thing. Yeah. I did. I, I pretty much have been, I've done that exact same thing this week, at least one, <laughs> one or two times. Um, and that was because, you know, you mentally get into this space of, oh, I'm so busy and stressed and all this other stuff. Like, but to me, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to just throw every, like I saw a quote the other day, or maybe that was this morning. I can't remember about, um, you know, when, when things get tough and busy and you throw, throw your fitness and health to the side, like that's not a lifestyle. Exactly. <laughs> that's no, just, for you're, real. You're, you're following a diet or you're mm -hmm. following a, you know, a program. And, um, yeah, I had to do the same thing. I had to cut down, um, one of my workouts or, you know, I kept mentally saying, oh, I don't feel like doing it. I, I don't have time. I don't. And I'm like, yeah, that is BS. But you know, the truth, right? <laughs> it's like, it's like that decision-making thing in yes. your brain is like, come on, let's, let's not make excuses. Let's do what we need to do. It's not going to be the same as always because of what's going on right now, but you're still going to show up for yourself. Exactly. And that's exactly what you said. Like people get into a program or a diet. And it's funny because most people just general pop, like general population, they always think about health and fitness as a thing. That's just like a small phase. And I don't think they do it on purpose, but they're mm -hmm. like, Oh man, I got it. Yeah. I need to start working out. I need to get back. I need to, I need to get back to my healthy weight. And so they think I'm going to do this for a while, but then they don't realize that if they don't make this a lifestyle, they're mm -hmm. just going to go right back to where they were somehow down the road. And then they're going to be looking back going, you know, Oh, I got to do this again. And it just becomes this thing that they, and something comes up and it, they push, push that stuff to the side and then it's not a lifestyle. But as you spoke inside of Rock That Fitness this past week on Mindset Monday, like mm -hmm. this is the thing. When things get hard, when things are tough, I think you even put a post up in social media about this. Yep. When things are hard and they're, they're, they, they are threatening your health and your fitness schedule, right? That is the time to lean into it. Mm-hmm instead of back off of it, because that's how you're going to establish it as a fitness lifestyle, not just something that you're doing extra when you have time, because that's not right. a priority. Well, it's got to be an obligation. I think I wrote about this the other day, like, it is my obligation and duty to take care of myself. And it's so funny, because um, people will be very quick to let their nutrition go, let their workouts go, let their fitness go um, during during points in their life that maybe are a little bit lower or they're busy or they have, they're stressed, more stressed, but it's like, okay, but you don't let your work go. You mm -hmm. don't not show up to work. You don't, yeah. I mean, because you, because you know that that's an obligation that no matter how you feel, you still got to go to work to get paid. You still got to do your, those meetings. You got to answer to your boss. You got to, and same thing on our end. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter how we feel. I've got, we've got clients to take care of. We've got to do these things that are on our, work list, right. you have to treat your fitness as an obligation, just like you do everything else in your life. Yeah. 111%. Absolutely. 100%. And that doesn't mean you can't give yourself some grace and, mm -hmm. you know, like we shortened our workouts yeah. um, the other day. I wasn't feeling, I really wasn't feeling great the other day. So I moved my workout. Like yeah. sometimes you have to back off a little bit, but it's still my obligation to show up. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I had um, done an Instagram quick story too about this, how respect your body, love your body for what it does for you every single day. So if you want to, if you are stressed out and you're having a crisis or something going on in your life, that's different and changing. That's the time to lean into your health, your mental health and your fitness and all these things um, as a respect for your body. Because when we don't, and we're, we're handling these stressful times, if you're not giving your body the fuel that it needs, you're not giving it the rest that it needs. You're not giving it the activity that it needs. These healthy things, these healthy habits, if you're not keeping those going during that hard time, hey, I'm here. To, I don't want to be the bearer of the bad news, but it's going to be harder, actually. Absolutely. <laughs> harder. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be extremely hard. And, you know, sometimes I don't, people probably ask you like, well, how, how do you do it all? How do you, you know, and it's just, it is not, it's just second nature. Like, it doesn't matter. I don't, I, I don't have excuses. Like I really don't. Right. And that's <laughs> that like you can choose to, and that's fine. If, if you want to blame this and blame that and X, Y, Z, like that's, mm-hmm. you can, yeah. I just, per- I don't, um, I don't. <laughs> exactly. I hear you. <laughs> I, because I don't, the, it's like, what's the alternative? Um, I know both of you and I are, going through some difficult stuff right now. Yes, we are. No, there's stuff going on in our lives that like most people don't know in terms of like social media, you know? So we're going to actually delve into this for a few minutes here. We talked about this before the podcast briefly. We're like, are we going to share this personal stuff? Well, by golly, we are. (laughs) Who's going to go first? Who's Um, dropping the bombs first? Yeah, sure. I'll go. You go, Abby. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't share a ton about my personal life on social media. And I promise you it's not because I don't uh, want to or I keep my private life private. Um, I just I try to I try to give value to other people. And sometimes I feel like sharing my private struggles in life is not I just don't think about it. It's not that I don't um, want to do that or I'm hiding anything from anybody. I just don't right. think people really, I'm like, why, why would they care? But I think it really does. Like it, it humanizes me mm-hmm. and it, it, it gets people to, um, to resonate, to, sh- to show that we all have our struggles and our, um, our things that we go through. So, yeah. Um, so for those that don't know, and some people might not, might not even know that, um, I do have breast implants and I have had them for 10 years. Uh, I do not regret <laughs> having, yeah. having them done at the time. It, um, I, I wanted them to, I, like I said, I, I don't regret having them. Can, can I and, stop you for a second? Yeah. Cause I know listeners are going to ask, they're probably asking this question, probably a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. One, what's the reason you made that decision? It's probably the big question. And then two, what type do you have? <laughs> so the reason I made that decision um was you know I had I growing up never had any (laughs) any type of of uh chest at all I I felt and especially after competing um I definitely lost anything I had but I was I was always flat chested um and it always in the back of my mind bothered me I didn't feel very feminine and then couldn't fill out shirts. Mm-hmm. And um, so I 
I got them because I, I wanted to feel more confident in my, in my body. And, um, I wasn't doing it for anybody else. I, and I, like I said, I, I really am, I'm really glad that I did. I made that decision because it does, it did increase my confidence. The time of my life and that point in my life, um, I, I needed that. I was coming off of a divorce Mm-hmm. And I just, I really wanted to do that for myself. And I really, I am, I am glad that I did it. Yeah. So that is the initial reason is I did want to, I wanted to increase that self-confidence in how I looked in clothes, how I looked in the mirror and um, that did its job. So once again, do not, re- I do not regret it. Um, I ended up getting saline implants. Mm-hmm. So and um, nothing too crazy. Like, in fact, most people sometimes don't even, unless I tell them I have um, implants, they really, they don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so anyways, uh, saline okay. 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Um, yep. And over the last probably couple years, I have had, I've started to have issues. And a lot of you may or may not know this, but implants themselves, they... Most of them have a shelf life of some sort. Some yeah. some say 10 years, some say even 20. Some women never have to get them replaced. Um, but the last couple of years, be it because of the style of training I have, because of the amount of muscle tissue I have underneath, whatever the reason, um, I've had I've had issues these last couple of years with pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you were telling me about this last time we were well, the last few times we've been together. Yes. So I've, I've been having some kind of health issues, um, with just very uncomfortable with pain. Um, so I ended up a few months ago, I ended up having a mammogram that showed there was ruptures. So now the decision is here that I either have to get them removed or replaced. And, um, I have chosen to remove them and I, I'm struggling a little bit with that decision, but I know it's the right one, and I know that that's what I want to do. I, the the way I lift weights, the way I train, the way I feel about myself currently, yeah. I don't feel the need to replace them. And honestly, these last couple of years, and especially these last six months, I have, I've been dealing with nearly daily pain and uncomfortableness, and um, so that has not been fun. (laughs) Yeah. But it's, it's hindering my everyday life at this point. And so I, I'm making the decision to remove them. I'm not sure when that will be. Um, I've also had some health issues that could, I don't, you know, I know there's no research on the, um, on the breast implant illness. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say yeah. much about that but there are some other things whether um for those that listeners that don't know i also have pcos so that's fun yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah and so just a lot more fatigue i get very tight ta- like so whether it's correlated or not to the implants i don't know and i'm not going to say it is but nonetheless yeah. i've decided to remove them yeah there's um there is research but the research is not uh, the con- the controlled studies um, they're just not, it's not enough information to really right, you know, exactly. back that up. Um, can you, for the listeners who don't fully understand what PCOS is, can you, first of all, tell us what PCOS is, 
Um, yeah. And yeah, tell us a little bit real quick, just because I know there's probably people wondering because they hear that word all the time. Yeah. Um, so PCOS is polycystic ovarian syndrome. Um, and I have been dealing with cysts on the ovaries for several years. I got diagnosed in uh, probably eight, eight or 10 years ago. Um, it tends to cause a lot of, lot of wicked hormonal shifts and changes. Um, I did have to have an ovary removed about seven or eight years ago. So that, um, you know, the thing though, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of women with PCOS that really, really struggle. Mm -hmm. And, um, I have been, hold on a second. You cut out for a second there. You were, you what? Oh, can you hear me? Yep. Okay. I think it was just a signal thing. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, so I, when I got the diagnosis, um, I have always made the choice to never be a victim of the diagnosis mm -hmm. and always do my best to know that, oh, okay, I have, I have this thing. Um, maybe stuff will be harder for me, but I'm not going to focus on that. And so I've always chosen to do, to not, to not focus on the PCOS, but right. yeah, it does, it does cause some, some fatigue issues. It causes, um, you know, it can be very difficult for women and cause, you know, weight gain, hormone issues. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's, so that's just a little synopsis. If you're really, right. really interested and you want to. Yeah. Cause it affects your me. hormones. Yeah. This is, yes. Obviously they removed one ovary. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so basically, yeah, you, you, you deal with ovarian cysts quite frequently and then, you know, a, a slew of other issues, which whether I don't, whether I'm just lucky or I don't, I don't feel that I'm lucky. I just feel like my mindset is not to focus on it. Yeah. You're um, just focusing on the things that you can control. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so that, what is, so I'm curious. Um, I was thinking about this yesterday, Abby, what is the reason that you don't want to get them replaced? Your, your implants? Um, good question. I, well, I'm, I'm, what am I? 10 years older. <laughs> I'm 10 years older at this point. Um, actually more than that, but you're still young. I'm still young, um, but I know that if I replace them, I'm going to probably have to keep replacing them. And um, I just, I don't want to deal with kind of the, you know, I don't, I want to, I want to lift heavy and I don't want that to be an issue. I, I just feel like I'm at a different place mentally now than I was then. Okay. Neither, yeah. neither good or bad. I just don't feel that I that I need or want them anymore. Right. It's funny. The reason I'm asking you this is just because mm -hmm. like a minute ago, we were talking about how the reason you did get them, well, it was going to help you with your confidence, right? With your body, mm -hmm. feeling more confident in your body. And so it's so interesting at this time for me because you know, I, I have to, it's like, what's going on here? Is there a double standard here for me to say, accept your body, love your body, but I'm going to put an implant in, <laughs> you know, you know, it's, it's that thing, but it's like, it, it's my body, it's my life. And what I want to do with my body and my life is my business. But that's the same freedom that everybody has to do what they want to do for their, for their body and what makes them feel good for me. I, and, and the question is, why do we feel this way that we're not confident in our body. And that's 
probably a lot of messages, right? That we are receiving as we're growing up, you know, you're flat chested, you don't, you're not able to fill out, you're not looking as feminine, like who creates these labels and these ideals, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. it's just yeah. so fascinating to me because ever since getting my implants and then putting more and more thought into accepting and loving our bodies, our individual bodies that we are, we only have this body, right? Yeah. Um, because there's all kinds of reasons that people feel insecure about their body, not just, you know, lack of having breast or, you know, um, cellulite. Um, you have larger hips, you have larger thighs, you have a larger midsection, um, you know, these kind of things that all of those come, that's all coming from the messages that we're getting in our life. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm just not going to deny that. Like, it's like, now I'm looking like, why did I feel like I needed to have implants? Like right now, Abby, because I, I'm thinking, here's what's going on with me. I'm going to get personal yeah. about my implants too. Cause we talked about this. Um, so August last year is when I got mine in. And so, you know, you hope that everything goes well and, and you know, there's a risk of things happening like contractures yes. and this kind of stuff. So, um, that's what I've encountered is they're supposed to drop into a natural position while well, my left one hasn't. And so now I'm faced with what am I going to do about it? Well, he tried to do the closed capsule, um, procedures where they try to, you know, squeeze the capsule, which is basically the scar tissue to kind of break it up. And so that it will fall into a natural place, but that didn't work. So now I'm faced with what am I going to do? And I, you know, he's like, we, we can redo them and, you know, we'll have to remove whatever scar tissues. It's like, I'm thinking, oh, there are, there's a possibility of this happening again. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm at this place, like, man, you know, not, not that I regret it. Cause I really, I actually like it. I love that I can fill out clothes, bras, bikinis. Yep. I like that. I really do. Um, so I am going to have them. Um, there's going to, we're going to do a revision, whatever you want to call it. And I know that my surgeon would recommend that I have these implants placed the next time on top of the muscle rather than under the muscle, which mm -hmm. by the way, is probably the contributing factor to the contracture because I do have such large pectoral muscles and this happens, it tends yeah. to happen for women like myself that are more muscular. Um, so it's not for the fault of the surgeon, uh, you know, it's just biology. So, so yeah, I'm like, Hmm, let me take them out. You know, but I, I am going to go through and have them replaced. I, I really, for me, it's worth the risk because yeah. I'm enjoying having breast for whatever reason, like my fashion, my, well, my body, well, I feel good about it. Well, like I said, I have zero regrets. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah. I'm, I am, you know, I, if I had to do it again, I would do, do things the same way. Um, and yeah, I mean, I am like, I'm struggling with the decision. I'm like, well, but I, I definitely, my, I am getting them removed. Like, but, um, I think it's more of going through the recovery of it, of it is like, it's yeah, like, I'm not looking like forward getting to getting them. It's just like getting yeah. them in. So, yeah, I mean, you're talking six weeks minimum, minimum of, yeah. of no, no training or no, you know, it's, it's definitely, um, uh, the the same process so but it's like I said it, it needs to be done it's affecting my daily living and um yeah the way I want to move forward and like I said I've I've got some other kind of health issues that may or may not be related and I'm not going to say it is 
And yeah, um, but you're weighing the pros, the pros and yeah, cons. Like you've already absolutely. made your list and you know what, what you want to do. So yep. you got to do that for yourself. Mm -hmm. So are you going to share this at all? Like, I know you don't talk about this on social media, but are you going to talk about this on social media, which I'm curious about how are things going for you with your cut, <laughs> your mini cut, where are you at with that, how that's going? Cause I know you've also had some challenges with, um, just, getting rest and getting enough sleep and those mm -hmm. things impact that yeah I will probably I will probably share this on social media when I when I have like a set a set date of when it is actually happening um and yeah so I will I will share it yeah. for sure I don't have any problem with that um yeah so sleep sleep has been trash <laughs> lately <laughs> lately um and not I have a I have issue I have sleep issues and I have for a very long time, um, but as of recently, it's it's been a lot worse. Um, husband snoring, yeah. Um, you know, caffeine later in the day, just anxiety, all all this all this stuff of, you know, that pro devices at night, and so all these things contribute to lack of sleep, um, and. You know, that's like some people are like, how do you do it? Like, you know, it would be very easy just to not, you know, go through my day and make excuses about how I didn't have any sleep the night before and and whatnot. But it's you just you still have to show up in the best way you can. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm also trying to, you know, navigate the sleep issue. And um, what was but you thing? have? But you have been working on that. Um, I have been working on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And you've noticed them, some things that really help. Yeah, definitely the no devices. Yeah. About an hour and a half or so before bed. Um, no TV on when when we lay down. Um, I'm actually, we've been listening to kind of some books on tape for about 20 minutes to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. So that has been, that has been helping. Um, caffeine intake stops at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. That has been helping. Um, the snoring is still a work, work in progress. <laughs> oh my gosh. But, um, that could be a whole episode in itself, girl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, this is this is a good lesson though. It's like until you're willing to try to do something about the thing that is make, you know, you have to like if I want to improve my sleep, like I have to take action in order to do that. And yeah. you can't just you're always gonna you're always gonna tolerate what you're gonna tolerate. And so yep. I'm not going to complain about what I'm currently tolerating until I actually do something about yeah. it. And the thing is, is that sleep is so, so very important when it comes to our metabolic efficiency. So you being in a mini cut and, mm -hmm. you know, working on your body composition to get leaner, this is impacting you because I mean, it just does. And so that's the part where we were just talking a minute ago. Are you sharing that part of things on social media? Because they see your nutrition, they see your your graph of the, the weight and what's going on daily with your weight. But are you talking about those kind of things that are impacting your metabolism and could be holding back your results, you know, your, your outcome? Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about that because I'm terrible at being consistent on stories and <laughs> social media. But um, yeah, so it's so funny. It is, you know, being being in this mini cut is actually going to turn into probably a full on cut, <laughs> which I'm fine with. I um will probably I right now I'm in week six, and I am definitely feeling leaner. Um, it's been slow, but that's I mean. 
I have not been in a super like I've been in a very, very modest deficit. Yeah. And yeah, the, the lack of sleep does make it very it makes it a lot more difficult. Um yeah. because, you know, our 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 hormones shift mm-hmm. and um the stress is higher and um it, it does affect all of those things. I I feel fine about where I'm at with the the cut. Um, and by the way, for those that just want to know, in almost six weeks, I have lost one pound, mm-hmm. and I am really actually pretty happy with my progress um, because I am definitely feeling leaner, and um, that's I'm already a smaller person. It's like. I don't have much weight. I don't have any weight to lose, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Um. So I'm not focused on that at really at all. Uh. So it's yeah. So I am. It's it's been difficult, more difficult to stay stay in that deficit, and um. That is why I am taking a little bit more time this time, and I'm okay with that. Like yeah. I don't have a finish. I don't have a. I'm not. Com- you know, I'm not competing or racing anybody here. Right. So, yeah. And the point to this for every, anyone listening, you're working on your own, you know, body composition and trying to shed mm-hmm. fat and build muscle and get stronger and get that definition. Yep. I mean, take into consideration the things that are impacting you, you know, that are impacting this, this cut that you might be in, or this, this uh, weight loss phase that you're in, this is going to be something you're in for the long haul. And realize that if you're not getting enough sleep, you, okay, being in a calorie deficit alone is creating a stressor on your body. Mm-hmm. So then add to that, not getting enough sleep. Now you're really adding another stressor. So what's happening here is your body is programmed to take care of you, to protect you from dying. <laughs> so yeah. it's not going to be efficient metabolically. So give yourself a break and just take into consideration all of the things and the stressors and the lack of sleep that could be impacting your weight loss journey. Yeah. And that's, People need to really think about that. Do is this actually a really good time for you to be in a fat loss phase or in a deficit? If you've got these other, you know, there's other things that you need to fix first, like because a calorie deficit is a stressor on your body and it's going to downregulate your metabolism and all these things, which is like I said, why I'm not really rushing things right now because I don't want that added extra. Right. Um, which is why I'm really, I, I'm. I'm going to probably, I'd rather right at this point, go longer and keep my calories higher, still being in a very, very slight deficit. And then when I feel, I don't know, more in control or, you know, sleep improves and, and these other things, maybe I could increase the speed of the deficit a little bit, but right now I'm, I'm fine with that. And I think the listeners, you guys, you ladies need to think about that is, is, is this the time that I really should be thinking about fat loss and in a deficit? Yeah. Cause I've had clients where they're, they're dealing with um, some medical issues, some health issues where it's like, this isn't the time to be in a calorie deficit. This is the time to improve your nutrition. Absolutely. For sure. Like focus on that. Um, and don't be in a surplus, but definitely focus on just maintaining your calories at a maintenance and getting your nutrition. in. if you, if you're dealing with health issues, it's not the time to be in a calorie deficit. I mean, that's just, that's just the tough love truth right there. 
that losing the weight or losing the fat is going to, I don't know, like fix things. And sometimes that's going to, it's not. Yeah. Let's, let's get healthy. Like make sure that your health is, your health is number one. When you are in a place to do the calorie deficit, you know, if you are having health issues and you are under the care of a doctor, you definitely want to make sure to talk to your doctor about that. You don't want to be doing a calorie deficit. That's, that's going to be um, not conducive to your health and improvement at all. Okay. That was a nice little tangent there. Um. (laughs) So yeah, well, tell like, why don't you tell the listeners about, you know, how busy you are right now and what all. Did you just use the the four letter word? (laughs) (laughs) But well, I mean, like we talked about. Yeah. I mean, you want to blame the busyness on why you're not taking care of yourself. I think you have to really really look at that and why are you why are you using that as as an out yeah there's no way to use that excuse (laughs) girl there is so much happening right now with business with rock that fitness in the background that people don't know what's happening backstage there's a lot going on and um my health my fitness my nutrition my mental health all of those things are those come those are important those are non-negotiables But I am, you know, going through a a place right now where it's a heavier load and some of it, yes, I created and kind of bit off more than I could chew, just being honest about the whole thing, you know, but that's true. That's real. I'm human. Um, But we have the revision of the website going on for Rock That Fitness. It's been a a way bigger project than I even thought. (laughs) So um, it's, it's being revised. Actually, I think it's already live, but there's still revisions happening. So I'm excited about that. So I haven't exactly announced like, go check out the website because, well, it's still in somewhat of a, it's not complete. There's things I need to finish in there myself. Um, we, uh, let's see what else is going on. And I too, I I'm going to be having, I have a scheduled thing that's going to happen with my own breast implants. Um, and so you and I have to kind of like coordinate the time. <laughs> like, when are you going to take care of your babies? I'm going to take care of mine. <laughs> um, and so there's that. Um, I'm, you know, I have my band. My band is something that I do for fun and I love. And I have to make sure to keep that going. And it's not as many. We're not doing as many shows this year as we did last year, but there is that. There's also Chase is graduating high school. So there's a bunch of stuff happening back here with that, along with parenting. No, never mind the, you know, the teenage years and parenting for that. <laughs> That's taking up time, making sure I spend time, you know, with Ron. And you know this, it's important that we, that we're investing that time in our spouse and our family. Um, but keeping up the podcast. Um, we are doing the, uh, rockstar body and mind six week challenge right now. So that's extra. Um, I'm taking care of some stuff having to do with merchandise and logos and the rockstar store, as well as Zoka gear. I am training for this triathlon. Um, so like, there's like freaking so much going on. Like yesterday, but you're still, but you're still showing up and getting your workouts and your nutrition. I am. Yes, I am. And I'm being very (laughs) mindful about how I feel physically, you know, and I'm disciplined in the fact that I'm going to get to bed on time because dude, if I do not get enough sleep, I am not going to be able to cope with all these things that, you know, I'm juggling and, And I even hesitate to tell the world how much stuff I'm doing because I don't know. I don't think this is normal. (laughs) I don't think this is normal, Abby. But I tell you, I work more hours today than I ever have in any of my professions. 
Uh, but I love every minute of it. I mean, mm -hmm. the Zoom calls we get on with Rock That Fitness members every week, um, being in there with the check-ins every week, watching them um, thrive in their health and fitness. Like, I love what we do, you know? So I know it's probably not normal how many hours I'm putting in, but I am making a priority for myself, my health. I make sure like, you know, like I said yesterday, I had to cut my workout short, but this is just for a phase. Once this website's done, you know, there's some things that are going to wrap up and it's going to be more it's phases. You know, we, it's all phases. Go, we go through phases of phases in life and that's when we have to maybe adjust the dial a little bit. But um, like I said, your lifestyle is always going to take over. And if you're just dropping everything when stuff gets hard or you're busy or, you know, things are, are, are tough for whatever reason, you know, that's not a lifestyle. Yeah, it's not. And <laughs> and that's true, you know, and I'm also mindful when it comes to my health, my fitness. And, um, I don't, this is going to, this would probably open up a whole nother can of worms. I don't know if I want to go here because I know we only have like a few more minutes. Um, but just what am I putting in my body? Because is it supporting my goal? My goal, health, fitness, mm -hmm. strength. Um, I want to live long and strong, right? Yep. So, and also I want to, I want to show up every day as best I can yep. because that's how I feel my best and I feel my best and I can show up for my clients, my best, and I can show up for the people in my life, the best, you know, I feel like if I'm not doing that, I'm not even doing that to me is doing a disservice to my life mm -hmm. and this life that we have is a gift. So, um, yeah. So if I, I also want to say, if you're listening and you feel like you're having tough times in your life or, or things just don't settle down. Cause remember people like to use that as an excuse when things settle down, I'm yeah. going to start my fitness. Well, yeah. let me just tell you, it never <laughs> does not. settle down. Okay. So no. like you said, it's easy to let go of the fitness, the workouts, your nutrition, and, and then just give in, you know, to these mm -hmm. other things and then just eat like crap, feel like crap, call, make excuses because you're going through a hard time. So that doesn't mean it's okay. That right. means girl, get your butt up, take care of your body. It's the only body you have. Let's take some baby steps into loving and caring for your body back into health and back into fitness. And that needs to be a priority. That's a non-negotiable for you. Um, because just as quickly as you, not quickly, right. But just as slowly as you can establish a healthy habit, it can go the other way too. And then you find yourself in these poor habits and you're like, how did I get here? Well, slowly over time, little by little, a little becomes a lot in the bad way. So I think that's a pretty good place to wrap drop. up. <laughs> you have anything you want to add to that? No, I think this is a good conversation. And hopefully you guys, you ladies got some value from hearing kind of our personal struggles too, because we are human. We're all, we're all human. Yeah. It's um, not, it's, it's not <laughs> rainbows and unicorns. It's not, it's not, know? but I think we all have to choose how we're going to react and what, yeah. you know, yeah. how, how we're going to respond. And right. I think that's the take home message is that we, you know, we don't victims. just, we don't just get to go to the gym all day and like, 
I mean, I think people, I really think people think they that. They think I mean, that we have it so easy. Yes. Like, you and I, don't... we hold each other accountable. Like that's, that's yeah. one of the beauties of us working together inside of Rock That Fitness. It's like, what you got going on today? What you got going on today? And then like, you know, messaging each other and holding each other up. It's, it's good. Like we don't, yeah, like we're not going to take it. <laughs> we, we're doing it. We're no still, excuses. It, yeah, Abby and I are like, hey, we're having fun, man. This is fun. <laughs> yeah, you got to build that subconscious up with positivity and yeah. drive. And <laughs> just remember, just remember what matters most is taking care of yourself. So I don't know. That's good. Great, great wrap up. I think we can do another one of these coming mm -hmm. up. I don't sure. know when, but there's plenty to talk about that we didn't talk about. So I'm excited about that, Abby. Absolutely. All right. Well, all right, everybody. Self-care, self-love all day, every day. Take care, y'all. Yeah. Rock on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up, girl. I don't want to miss this opportunity to invite you to rock that fitness. I want you to come rock your fitness with us. If you've been on the fence and thinking about it, we're not gonna be doing like an official huge open registration enrollment time. Right now, I have the doors open. I don't know if I'm gonna be closing them anytime soon, but right now they're open. So if you wanna take that leap and come on into the band and start learning nutrition for fat loss, and get into a strength training program and have community and support and have Coach Abby and myself right there with you to help you on your journey, you need to go. Come join the band, all right? So go over to rockthatfitness.com and check out our membership page. All of the details are there. Or right now we're in the middle of Rockstar Body and Mind six-week challenge. And if you missed that and you want to join that, get yourself on the interest list. That way when we... Um, we start announcing that it's coming. You'll you'll get the you'll be first to know. All right. So anyway, head over to rockthatfitness.com and go check out. Just go check it out and see if it's a good fit for you. Also, if you're not sure if it's a good fit, I would love to help answer any questions you have. You can send me a message on Instagram, on Facebook Messenger, or email me at rtfteam at rockthatfitness.com. Rtfteam at rockthatfitness.com. That's all I got for you. Rock on, girl.